family felt when videos surfaced showing the death of his brother. When you watch your big brother, who you looked up to your whole entire life, die, die begging for his mom, I'm tired. I'm tired of pain. Top government infectious disease expert Dr. Anthony Fauci says the WHO was not correct in claiming that asymptomatic transmission of the coronavirus is very rare. Fauci, speaking on ABC's Good Morning America, explains... There's no evidence to indicate that's the case. And in fact, the evidence that we have, given the percentage of people, which is about 25 45 percent of the totality of infected people likely are without symptoms. USA Radio News. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800 406 0046. 800 406 0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM 1492, Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC 83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. Minneapolis Police Chief Mandaria Arredondo is withdrawing from the contract negotiations with the Minneapolis Police Federation Union to help rebuild the department following the death of George Floyd. I plan to bring in subject matter experience and advisors to conduct a thorough review of how the contract can be restructured to provide greater community transparency and more flexibility for a true reform. The chief also saying they will work towards building a police department that people view as legitimate, trusting, and has their best interest at heart. The Senate with a historic and bipartisan confirmation. USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes explains from Washington. Air Force General Charles Brown, officially the first African-American to head a military service branch. The Senate has unanimously confirmed Brown to be Air Force Chief of Staff. He's the second black man to sit on the Joint Chiefs of Staff following Colin Powell. This is USA Radio News. Whether you're a corporate executive, on a family vacation, or just passing through, St. George Inn & Suites will meet your specific needs. It's conveniently located near restaurants, shopping, and movie theaters. St. George Inn & Suites offers a variety of room types, two fabulous pools and jacuzzis, a fitness center, a free full hot buffet breakfast, and laundry facilities. To make your booking, call 435-673-6661 or book online at stgeorgeinnhotel.com. You need to stop in Southern Utah? Make that stop at St. George Inn & Suites. Have you checked out the Facebook Live show every Friday at 5 p.m.? That's right, live at 5. It's similar to the radio shopping show. Live at 5? I'm getting to that, Brady. You can score huge discounts not found on the radio. Live at 5? It's totally interactive with games and prizes for the viewers. Live at 5? Yes, Brady, it's live at 5, and it's a unique and fun way to shop and save. We'd love for you to jump on over and watch us at KSHP Vegas on Facebook every Friday. Is it my turn yet? Yes, Brady, what time is it on? Live at 5! The whole family can have fun all year at Sunridge Golf and Recreations. Sunridge is located just outside of Lake Tahoe in Carson City. Play a round of golf or take an intro to archery course while the kids jump around in bounce houses. Finish the day with a meal at Sunridge's casual bar and grill. 
Sunridge also offers running trails, a pro shop, and an event center. Visit PlaySunridge.com for more information. At Sunridge Golf and Recreation, you can play it your way all year round. YMCA's are so much more than a gym. It's the ultimate destination for family fun. Sign up today for a family membership and experience all that your local YMCA has to offer. Like Friday night family field trips or parents night out, only five bucks for three hours of fun for the kids while mom and dad take a break. With free child care, free group classes, action-packed water parks, and state-of-the-art fitness facilities, why is not the question, but the answer. Visit LasVegasYMCA.org for more information. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1670. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top Consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. one 209 All right, folks, here we go. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio. And we've got sports slowly but surely starting to come back. And excited to have a conversation, look into the future. I invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas. Always a treat to be joined by the boys. We head east, have a chat with John and Mike. And 
Hope all is well with you boys. How's everything going? Well, we're actually both in the office spatially distant, and it's the first time I've actually seen him physically probably, I don't know, about four weeks. And he's working on a suntan. He's ready to roll. He just said, I'm ready for July 31st. While I'm involved right now, as we speak, let me just give you the, the global nature of which I roll with. I got Israel, Czechoslovakia, Costa Rica, and Austria in play as we speak. Well done. How you doing? Global, Mike? not local, global? as I always say. I hear you, man. What's going on, Michael? Well, you know, it's uh, what we realized is what I thought was going to be like a couple weeks ago. They opened up everything in terms of seating outside. It's 90 degrees and it feels about 100, so it's almost, you know, not even bearable to sit outside. So, you know, we, we're trying to get some normalcy back and, you know, I think that as the summer goes on, they're going to be a little bit more lenient with opening up inside. And, look, July 31st, can't get here soon enough. Not sure about baseball. I was hopeful a couple weeks ago. Seems like it's farther away than, you know, than closer. I think we were, we're much farther away right now than when we were two weeks ago in hopes of getting a season back. But NBA seems to be right on track. Football seems to be right on track. And uh, it's a slow progression, but we're almost at the finish line, and we've been talking about it for for three months now. I can't believe it's been three months since basically we saw a live sporting event in the United States. So I'm very grateful that I think it's going to come back, and it's going to be better than ever. So March 11th was the last day that we played team sports, and today is June 10th. So there you go. So uh, what do you, what's going on over there in Vegas? Uh, with uh, Have you partaked in any... F- waiting in lines to get into the casino activities because we've been seeing some great videos on Twitter of just people like smoking cigarettes through their masks, cutting holes in their masks while they're at the slot machine, just some of the most hilarious stuff ever. Is it really as insane as it looks on Twitter, or is this just uh, extracting stuff for fun? It's perfectly calm. Uh, It's it's easy to get in these joints. You, You walk in, they... Uh, say hi. They take a quick. Uh, they got these cameras. They take a quick scan of you for your temperature. Wave to you. Have a nice day. You walk in, and it, it's pretty. It's pretty much life as normal uh, without an army of people around you. Uh, it's 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 piece of cake. And have you walked by crap tables and seen people playing and or none of that? No, yeah. I never. I haven't gone to the gaming floor per se. Been to several sports books. Mm-hmm. Um, seen people playing the slots, um, but uh, you know, basically the table games—they've they've got the the distancing there. Now, are they required to wear masks in the casinos? The workers are. Uh, the patrons are not. It's recommended. No, well, it's it's so perfect. We have a state law here. Fine. We must wear masks everywhere in Maryland. Yeah, no, I mean it's, it's not mandatory. Well, no, it's actually it's only retail in Maryland. So technically, it, only for retail do you have to wear – I've just found this out today, earlier, about two hours ago, where it's required if you are in retail to wear a mask, but otherwise you do not. So if you're technically in somebody's house or anything like that, or, or otherwise, you know, if you're shopping, that's the only time you have to wear a mask or getting some food. But, you know, I start seeing more and more people are not even wearing masks. What they're doing is they're – pulling their shirt up above their face and they're walking around Royal Farms or 7-Eleven getting what they need. So 
at that point, it's like, you know, most of the masks that people are wearing are not even going to stop the virus if they're close enough to it. It's more just a thing that they have to do. And, you know, I, I see it all the time. The social distancing is not really as relevant as it was a few months ago where people are standing close to each other. They're congregating. So, you know, I don't I hope that this is the tail end of it. So, you know, whatever happens, the, the whole it just feels like after the last couple of weeks that the actual virus kind of took uh, a step back. And with, you know, with all the protests are going on and people were not social distancing, people sort of forgot about it. And now that we're back to, you know, reality and it's not as much protesting anymore um, that I see, at least I'm sure that's still going on, you know, people are not taking it as seriously as they were uh, than a few weeks ago. No. And, yeah, and, and, go, ahead. go ahead, Brian. No, you go. Uh, you know, unfortunately, because I am insane and follow all this, you know, the, the worst states right now, unfortunately, have moved. So we're in a green state, which our cases are going down. Um, unfortunately, Nevada and Arizona are the two worst states in the country right now. Arizona is like about 100% increase. Nevada is about 75% increase, which makes sense because Arizona was the first state to release to have the restrictions released, and obviously they just allowed the gaming back. So my fear is, from a business point of view, because I want to, I want U.S. sports, you know, I want team sports. I'm not talking about golf and NASCAR and UFC. I want team sports to start playing. And my hope, my fear is that, you know, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And then will these, will the, will the, will they decide on July 31st as we're getting into the colder months? Because, you know, they're literally starting at the end of the season for the East Coast. So, as you know, August is a hot month. But then, you know, September, we're back into the fall again. Obviously, you're going to have just a natural increase. So, hopefully, if there's going to be no fans in the stadiums, they're going to keep it and just commence with the NBA. Um, and, you know, for you, just be aware because, you know, we care about you. We've been doing business with you for decades. Don't get lackadaisical, Mr. Blessing, because they are increasing in Nevada. That's not so when you walk to the casino, I, well, I, be sharp. And there's 116 new cases, <laughs> you know, um, and and that's back below the average of the past week after a one day spike. Got it. So okay. don't don't so, you know? I mean, I I'm telling you, man. If you have, if you've learned anything from the last 12 weeks, it's one day to the next. The story changes what they right. know about this thing, what they don't know about this thing. Right. Uh, you know, it's on surfaces. Now it's not on surfaces. Masks are good. Masks are bad. Uh, you know, yes. Do your everybody should do their own due diligence and be smart about it. But and I and I my fear is is and we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, a week from now, all the places have opened. We'll see what happens ten days from now, with all the protests, and and see what the spikes are. Uh, you know, ultimately are on this thing. But you know, my fear of this thing is a- after the last two weeks, and we know about all the all the tumultuous activities that were going on on around the country. Uh, you know, now they're gonna believe me. They're gonna go right back to the conversation of oh, this virus, and we got to shut things down. You know, and and not to overreact to that. So I, I hope everything, everybody. Well, so you and me are thinking the same thing. I mean, I just want, right. That's what I want. I want to. I want it to be, you know, normal enough that sports can commence, 
You know, my son and my daughter's school, public school here, ends June 19th in nine days, remote learning. And then I asked the teacher on a parent-teacher conference, like I said last week, what's the game plan for September? They go, we have no idea. <laughs> oh no! Uh, yeah, I mean, we're talking about sports. We're still trying to. You're right. We're trying to figure out you know, what happens with the kids and schools. Well, but and then the, there's kids, and then and then there's you know we're talking about NBA and we're talking about NFL, like Mike was talking about. But what about college sports? You know, if you have remote learning and these campuses are remote learning, how like if you have these West Coast schools like USC that are saying everything's going to be remote, what are they going to do? Just allow the team by itself to come play alone? In the, in, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I don't know how you're doing. Have you heard anything about that? Well, not yet, but I don't, I don't know how you're sitting there, you know, playing football if there are no students in school. You know? Right. Um, so. Well, there's um, – sorry, Brian, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, 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 I was going to chime no, in. College is, is obviously the, the – $64,000. Well, what's gonna, it, this is going to be a crazy year for, and I was, I've heard a few coaches talk about this. Let's just say, hypothetically, everything goes as planned. These teams are playing. You know, we're ready for the game on Saturday. Well, you know, a lot of these early, sharp bettors are getting their money in on Monday and Tuesday, obviously, as we know, year after year. Come Thursday, the starting quarterback gets tested for COVID, and he's positive. Now the guy on the bench who's had maybe 10 reps with the first team, is thrown into the lineup against a really good team, the line is going to move drastically. So those guys getting those early numbers either could be really good or really bad, and that's going to shake things up crazy with the books because it's not just like an injury that they already knew from the previous week that the guy is maybe questionable, so the line is going to be adjusted to that. If he's maybe going to play or – you know, if he's not rolled out yet, this is something completely different where it's going to happen a lot. It's going to happen frequently where come, you know, Thursday or Friday, because they get consistently tested. If he pops positive for COVID, you know, that's going to be a huge difference for those early betters coming in and, and getting that better price, or it could be a much worse price. So it's going to be very, very interesting. We've never seen anything like it. So it's definitely going to be one for the books in this upcoming season. Oh, no, I just like anything. You know, you've got a NASCAR race tonight. By the way, NASCAR's announced the next two races. I The exact numbers escape me. I can find it. But uh, I think it's 5,000, then 8,000 fans. They're, they're going to let five, I believe. Is it 5,000? Or, may, or maybe it's not. Maybe it was 1,000 Sunday down in Miami and then Talladega next week. Uh, they said they were going to let 5,000 fans in. So NASCAR's, you know, I mean, and obviously, you know, the speedways are cavernous, so those people could be spaced out. So, uh, But we get NASCAR tonight and Sunday, and then tomorrow the golf starts, which is going to be amazing with no fans. And another thing we can bet on and really dive into, And I, but the, the eyeball thing, watching how these guys adapt to, you know, playing with no fans there, uh, it's going to be kind of a different dynamic. Uh, it's going to be really interesting. I mean, you yeah. know, when are they supposed to have the Masters, if they're going to have the Masters? No, well, no, they're they're going to have it. Um, well, it's called tw- uh, it's called uh, Google, and we can do that. Uh, the, well, you know, the point is the date doesn't really matter. It was November. My point was, yeah, Thursday, November twelfth. The point was, do you see at that point that I mean, the money and the tickets involved to attend an event like that, and our good friends in Georgia usually go. I mean, it's a big money deal. So I mean, the revenue lost. 
I mean, I don't know how they can. I mean, you think they're going to just do a Masters with no fans? Or I oh, guess no, oh, oh no, the Masters is a TV show. The Masters is actually quite cheap. Oh really? Yeah. Um, no, they have like like uh, it's famous. They they do uh, like egg salad sandwiches and pimento sandwiches. It's like are like two bucks. A beer's like you know four bucks. It's 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 dirt cheap when you're in there. And the passes, I believe, the four day passes are like five hundred bucks. I mean, they're, they're, the Masters is all about corporate sponsorship. You know, the, the, right. the Masters, in, in terms of gate, yeah, they're not losing sleep over that at all. So let's do a little segue. Mr. Mike took up a new sport. So I'll let oh Mike boy. tell you about his new sport. So I started playing golf. Wow, good for you. Two weeks ago, you know, I was, it was kind of a, it's the right time in the year. I have some extra time this year opposed to other years. So, you know what, it's very peaceful. I've been out on the golf course. I actually caddied when I was like 13, 14, but I never actually played. So I, I took it up, played the first time without any, you know, a lesson, then got a lesson from one of my buddies who's a pro. Definitely helped me a ton. And then yesterday I played. And I got my first birdie on a par three. Good for you, man. Hey, golf is the only. We're not going to talk about the rest of the holes, but that one hole. You know what? You need a good shot. You know, uh, the the good a good shot or two keeps you coming back for more. And you're just learning. I mean, you know, what do you expect? I love it. It's. I mean, it's peaceful. I, I think I love it. How even would more I do? It's T- such so a really, tell everybody, all the listeners, how would I do if I tried with my you temperament? Are, you might. I don't know. You might. You might like it. I don't know. It's one of those sports where it's it's not about muscle mass or pushing through. It's all about technique, and you don't have to hit the ball hard. And it's so technical. I think that's why I love it so much. It's such a tough sport that keeps me coming back, trying to always tweak and improve. And you know what? And it's just fun playing uh, different courses. Well, don't overthink it. Swing. Keep your head down. Swing easy. Let the club do the work. And have a drink or two. Hear. Have a drink or two and swing oil. That helps. <laughs> so, so you know, with the uh, have you been playing a lot of golf out there? I wouldn't say a lot. I'd say some. I, I played maybe uh, five times, five maybe five six times in the last two and a half months. Actually, and have, this, how is this horse weekend, racing treating this, you? You can bet horses. Uh, no, now? you know what, horse. I will just say, I will say this. You know that the 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 odd dynamic here is uh, the books are open again, and slowly but surely, as, there's a bunch of tracks running today. The only track that's up and running right now that you can bet on in Nevada is Gulfstream because Ooh. the Paramutual okay. Association. When everything was closed down, all the tracks' contracts ran out. Now that things are reopened, they're just starting to negotiate the contracts with the with the tracks. So it was it was kind of a weird bird here. But uh, today, there's about six tracks going. Gulfstream's the only one you can bet, but I would think by the weekend there'll be many more. Got it. Got it. Well, you know, now that we're talking about, you know, sports coming, and, you know, it's still two months away. You know, my question to you is, have you gotten into international sports? Have you gotten into international baseball? Have you gotten into anything, or are you just waiting? Uh, no, waiting. I, I, I really I didn't do that. I'm thrilled about the golf coming back. I'm, I'm all in about that and, and the opportunity to uh, bet on that uh, this weekend. Uh, and... Uh, 
Do we have any large ticket? I remember you almost ran off the road one time. You were getting your scores live. I was in the car with you. I couldn't remember. Some crazy huge dog. Do we have any live huge dogs for the listener, like lottery tickets to where there's a shot or not? nothing in this one? Uh, 600 to 1 work for you? <laughs> 600 to 1 works? I, got, I just literally grabbed my pen. Go no, ahead. Yeah, you go, actually, you can go to the uh, reviewjournal.com. I did a, a, an interview with Todd oh. Dewey from the RJ, and uh, they, they did a golf preview. I, I think, listen, there's a defined strategy how to play this tournament. Because anybody that's going to stand there and say, I love this guy this week, he's just flat out lying to you. I mean, mm-hmm. you have no idea what these guys have been doing for 13 weeks. Now, because you're getting such overlaid prices, you got them at Colonial, which is a short, narrow golf course with only two par fives. So, yeah, Rory McIlroy's 9-1 to one and Justin Thomas and Dustin Johnson. Length is not a big deal here. you got to go to guys that hit the fairway. So driving accuracy is one of the big things, and the overlaid prices on some of these guys. I got, I got like five or six real big long shots I played. Two of them, I, I, I really, I do, I do, I think the number's just stupid. Uh, I got Sung Kang, who uh, has Zach Johnson's caddy, and Zach Johnson's won this tournament twice. So I played Zach Johnson and Sung Kang. They're both in excess of 200 to 1. So, uh, the tournament's in Texas, so if the Texas wins go up, Sergio Garcia, 90 to 1 is a good driver of the golf ball. Uh, I could see Sergio Garcia, who lives in Austin, Texas, by the way. So anyway, no, uh, I you know, uh, looking forward to it. But I think the the honest to God way you bet this is you bet the toothpicks to hit the lumber yard, get involved, so you got a little run for your money in the first two days. But you're watching these guys the first two days, and you'll see whose game is on, whose game is just rusty, and. I think Friday night, you you know, they, they reload and they give you the odds heading into the weekend. And you see a guy that maybe the light switch kind of went off in the middle of round two or the back nine of round two. Guy's three, four, five shots back. And you can get a quality golfer still at 30 to one. Uh, but that's after having seen them play. Because honestly, how do, how do you handicap this? I mean, I, I made a rational case for six guys on the style that should win this thing. But all six of these guys... Their form could be so god awful that all six of them could miss the cut. I mean, you know, you got to see what these guys are up to. There's no how do how do we know? We haven't seen these guys since the second week of March. Uh, well, I hear, I hear you. And regarding that, with the uh, UFC, you know, I don't know if you watched any of those fights. I mean, does the time off? Do you think for these professionals really matter? Do you think they all have enough big houses, big backyards? There's putting greens and they're whacking balls at their club privately. I, I mean, do you really think these guys are out of form or you think yeah. they're just... Yeah, well, I mean, I would think some sports it's impacted less. I would think, I think NASCAR's been amazing. I think mean, the NASCAR racing's been terrific. The UFC's been terrific. You know, those are individual guys that are working out, staying in shape and uh, sparring. And I, I think... You know the the weird dynamic. The thing that's the only thing that's different is there aren't fans at the event. But in terms of their preparation, they're fine. But you know, if a guy is is you know, I, listen, golf. I, I would envision a lot of these guys could have been out working on their game a lot, and that's why you know some guy who was just miserable, uh, just playing horrible golf on March 12th could come out and have a, just an incredible week this week. I mean, because all they've been doing is is working on their game. Um, but are you sitting there watching these guys hit the range? <laughs> you know, I mean, no, nobody knows. There, there's, there's nothing. But we know a, Mike's at the range. 
We know Mike's at the range, and, and Mike's really good on par threes. Uh, you know, other than that, I think you need a Kevlar vest and a helmet if you happen to be standing next to him. Yeah, I mean, I hit it. I just don't hit it straight. <laughs> yeah, minor detail. <laughs> That's awesome. That's I, honestly, I'm excited for it. Straight. I'm excited for it. I, I tell anybody who listen. And unfortunately, now I'm applying the thing I've been telling people for 40 years. And I, you know, I did, guys, the one one buddy of mine, this guy's a great athlete, and I go, learn to play golf, nah, nah, nah. I said, I'm telling you, it's it's really. I mean, you say bowling, I guess, but you know, but golf is the one sport you can compete. Um, I mean, compete in when you get older, and then when you throw the handicaps in there, I mean, you're competing and and you know, going out and having a great time and helps you turn the clock back a little bit. Listen, I just wanted to say one thing for the listeners out there. If you don't like soccer, just to segue for a second, just cash the Bohemians 1905 against Slovako in the Czech Republic. And I had over the total, I'm checking the scores because the game started before we went on the air, of three and a half in the Austrian Wolfsburger game. Final score four to two. Currently two and oh with Israel and Costa Rica remaining. I can't believe you never get into soccer, Brian. I do. I mean, the World Cup, like the the the, the Concacaf, uh, the World Cup. I don't do the Premier League stuff. So let me ask you: Now that we're getting into the NFL, and I'll let you guys whittle away at this. Um, do you think? Um, obviously, I was I was I saw somebody talking about he's. He's uh, driving down. To, he's from New England, and he's going to go to Tampa, and he's going to try to buy season tickets. And he's like, "Do you think that? Uh, do you think there'll be fans in the NFL like that in that limited capacity, or do you think it probably won't happen in this this upcoming NFL season?" Yeah, I believe in limited capacity. I, I honestly, the the thing that's going to be a real challenge for them is determining if, if you've got, you know, a football stadium with sixty thousand. You know, seventy thousand seat stadium with fifty five thousand season ticket holders, and you're sitting there saying, "Yeah, the thirty thousand can go to the game." You know, who, who's determining who the ones going to the game? I mean, what percentage do you think of the actual uh, stadium is for season ticket holders versus just people buying tickets? Like when we go, oh, to it the varies, games? varies, yeah, franchise to franchise. Yeah, I mean, you know, my my whole thing is in terms of rust. I mean, do you think these? Even the NBA players. I mean, they pause the season for it's going to be almost five months from that point. And obviously, Milwaukee's the favorite to win it all. I mean, this has to definitely come into play now with such time off in the middle of a season. It's like a halftime that lasted five months. You can say that about the NBA. You can say it about the NHL. And honestly, and the other thing, and Mike, I, I will say this. You know, I, would, I want to see, I want to see them play. Because it's human nature where guys, you know, they've been paid and they're pro athletes and they'll all say the right thing. But I can guarantee you in hockey and in basketball, there are going to be some teams that come back and, you know, some of these guys are going, this is a joke. Uh, you know, no fans and they're not into it uh, and, and they're just a shell of themselves and they think they're trying, but they're not. So, you know, literally, you know, you, you, you can almost throw the majority of these regular seasons out the window. It's a fresh start for both the NBA uh, in, in the uh, NHL, the NHL specifically. I mean, well, the, the NBA, because, there's a real hierarchy of, of talent. but Yeah, but now because there's no home field advantage, 
teams like Boston on the east and Houston on the west have a much greater chance of making it to the finals and even potentially winning it because a team like the Lakers and the Bucks don't have that home field advantage going into each series. So it's going to be quite interesting to see how that plays out on neutral courts that we've never seen before, if that really makes a difference. Or a team like Boston, who has the talent that's obviously not going to be in that one seat to get that home, you know, home field advantage, can now level out the playing field. Oh, it's it, you know when the NBA all these games feature runs. I, you, you wonder, uh, you know, a lot of that is spurred on by the crowd. You know, I mean, just, just how dramatically basketball is basketball, but in terms of the pace of the game and the energy without fans, uh, it's certainly going to take some getting used to. Well, we won't have to wait long. We're about a little over, about a month and a half away, and then uh, they haven't actually come out with an exact schedule yet. I know they were. Uh, the last I heard, they were figuring out the logistics for getting the players down there and how it's going to play out, because I know they're going to have immediate family down there. They're going to be in the stands and how it's going to actually work day to day. But, you know, I think we're going to hear in the next coming weeks an actual schedule in place for the timeline of the games. And once that's in place, that's when it's going to be, you know, all steam ahead. What do you hear from, on your, you know, from your Orioles in, in this baseball Rubik's Cube? I don't know. Uh, I, at this point, like I've read so many articles and I've talked to uh, a lot of people, and just nobody really has a clue about baseball considering there's just so much money involved and the players don't want to split the revenue with the owners. So they're in a way boycotting the season because they believe their worth is more important than what the owners are going to be receiving on this, obviously, the shorter season. And they're just really far apart. I mean, I thought they were saying weeks ago, by this point, they should already have a plan in place. And day-to-day, it just keeps going. The the longer, at this point, that it goes, the shorter the season will be. And at some point, they're just going to have to call it. I mean, I don't see them just starting to play in mid-August, you know, and play all the way up to December. I mean, it'll be too cold. I don't see how they're going to do it. And, you know, what's crazy, Brian, is the viewership and the betting interest on Korean baseball is is just, the handle is just huge. So you would think these people in MLB, like in the front offices, would realize they're just like literally get like literally going to, like, what is, what you know, what are they waiting for? You know, they're going to turn, you know, I don't buy into the turning fans against, like some people are on Twitter saying, well, you know, they're going to lose their fans. They're not losing nothing. You know, people want to see baseball. When they come back, they're going to watch it. But, you know, it's just, it's kind of like crazy because you you literally, you know, you have 12 million people watching a game at 530 in the morning on the East Coast or 230 uh, in the morning in Vegas, and they're betting, and they're betting, and they're betting, and they're betting. So everybody knows the desire and the hunger for watching baseball is there. ESPN's broadcasting the game. So I really think they're like uh, being – it doesn't look like, uh, you know, they always say we're all in this together. It doesn't look like they really care much, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, because if they if there's too much overlapping with the NFL, as it is right now, you're going to have NBA simultaneously with NFL July 31st. So you're going to be starting preseason. I don't know what they're going to be doing preseason. Or, or you know, the NBA is supposed to go from July 31st to prospectively October 18th. 
So you're in a scenario where, from a betting point of view, we're going to love it because we're going to have that filler, especially if there's no college. So if there's no college football, then you'll have that filler. But it would be nice to have baseball simultaneously where literally you're walking to the office from a betting point of view and you have these opportunities where you have baseball every day, you have NBA every few days, and then you have uh, uh, NFL. Now, again, I asked you this question before. Do you still think they're going to maintain the normal NFL schedule, or do you think there might be a possibility, if there's no college football, that they give the fans something on Saturday? I don't see the Saturday thing. I, 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 and, I and honestly, the NFL schedule is still up in the air. You know, I mean, their thing, I, mean, I know they're saying life is normal and uh, they'll soldier on. I, other than flex stuff at the end of the year, I don't. I and I and I wouldn't see them, you know, stomping on Saturdays because college football is not there. And again, the other thing is, well, the, the only the only way it would happen, John, is if if like fans really just aren't if if fans are not part of this, yeah. Well, then what's the big deal? Well, the teams go, you know. But the thing is, you have to cater to eighty thousand people that have made plans for a game on Sunday. You know, December seventeenth or whatever it is, and then you know, mm-hmm. it's just you can't be, you know, just willy nilly flipping days on stuff when people have bought tickets and are plan, you know, have made plans to come in, and then you're moving the game on them. Uh, you'd like to think they think of the fans a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree. Now, but but regarding NFL future betting, do you and Mike have any uh, sleeper cells? I'm looking at the odds right here; they're up. I mean, any 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 sleepers you're looking at there, Brian? As we get ready for the NFL season in a few months. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I I I can't wait. It's typical with with all the question marks. I've waited all these years, you know, and everybody everybody want to sit wants to sit there, and I'm and I'm not. Believe me, this is not a pom poms thing. You know, been everybody sitting over there drooling over the Ravens and the Chiefs, and rightly so. Let me tell you something. The depth. Bills of, are twenty-eight to one. The depth the Bills have on. We knew where you was going. Well, well, no. I mean, they, they, see, <laughs> you can giggle all you want, uh, but the fact of the matter is, I mean, I think they should be sitting there in the three hole. Uh, you know, behind those two teams, I think the Bills are are, are the best shot to come out of the AFC, uh, other than Baltimore and Kansas City. Right. So right now we got uh, the three holes. The Forty ers at ten to one, and then the Saints at twelve to one, and then the Bucks. At, it's amazing that the Bucks get. I mean, you would think with Brady, they're in the fourth spot right now. Well, I mean, the well, Bucks. Yeah. They they have no defense to an extent. I mean, they have no secondary, so it's going to be a shootout. And look, they they do have probably the best wide receiver combo in the league, and they have Gronk coming off injury, so. Not, well, he was injured, but now coming off uh, retirement. And that should be such a huge safety blanket, which Tom Brady usually needs in his best years. So if you really put it together and they somehow can get a running game out of Ronald Jones or Barber, they could potentially be a, a dark horse to win that division and possibly make the Super Bowl. But, you know, that division is tough. So. The Saints were great last year. They're coming back with another roster. They didn't really lose much. They just added. So it's it's football's got a lot of – we always do. Every year, a lot of really cool storylines, a lot of people, you know, being traded in the offseason, which gives teams a chance to get into that, you know, top slot. But for right now, for what we're seeing in, uh, on this side, 
in the AFC, it's the Chiefs or the Ravens. They're just both stacked top to bottom. They both got better in the offseason. They both had pretty good drafts. And they already had really good teams last year. So it's can't wait for my Ravens to be back in action. Lamar's been practicing pretty heavily in Florida. And uh, it should be a very exciting year if we could uh, take that next leap, not just in the regular season, but also you know win some playoff games. Well, uh, Brian, looking at these odds when before you get into the hundred to plus, you know the the right the you got Las Vegas Raiders at sixty six to one. You see any value in that for a small lottery ticket? No. First year, new franchise, blah blah blah. No. What about any of these guys? Miami seventy to one, Giants seventy to one. So, Jets what are you talking to, to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, you get upsets. It's not like you things can't happen. I'm talking about putting lottery it, money on this it stuff. Is it impossible? No, of course it's not impossible. But. Like, I'm asking you, like, if you if somebody said, like, pick one of these lottery tickets. You got Carolina, Cincinnati, Washington, Jacksonville at 100 and 150 to 1. You can always hedge out if you get close, but you could. But doesn't mean you can't play a small lottery ticket because the odds are so big. I mean, they do happen. It does happen. No, there's a, well, there's usually a last to first team, you know, in a division that usually does happen. Right. So I just was wondering if you, uh, if you're, if you ever personally put money on those lottery tickets. No. No, not, 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 no, not in the NFL. Because you mean, don't get the that. That would be that'd be like when, um, what was it? The Rams were a grenade price the one year. Uh, when when Trent Green got hurt and Kurt Warner came in, and I I were the Ravens the the one year they won it were they not like seventy five to one possibly at the beginning of the year? I don't particularly remember. Way back the Trent Dilfer thing. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't honestly. It was before my time. I was when they won. I was seventeen, I think. So it was before I was really into. The, you know those type of odds. The only thing I was doing was going to you know the Preakness. I was going to the horse track, and I was basically only doing horses at that time. Does that shock you, Brian? Can't I got to keep my way now? I don't know. I mean, it, no, it, no, no, nothing here. You know they haven't ran any tracks here. Obviously, as you know, Pimlico hasn't run. We haven't had any action. But uh, you know, I, again, I always you hear these stories about some guy that you know laid down some money on some obscure team. And when I say obscure, there's no obscure NFL teams. But you know, it always interests me. Can you position yourself to hedge out? You know, and you know, sell it later. You know, and again, you never know. I mean, my whole thing is, what's the harm in taking? You know. A hundred bucks, five, four hundred bucks, and saying, "Eh." All right, here, all right, you, are, you want you want a crazy? I'm all right. You want some stupid? I mean, sure. real stupid. What are the lions? Uh, probably not as stupid as you think, because they're not down there. Uh, they're only they're sixty six to one, like the Raiders. Now, if you remember, man, the first five six weeks of last year, I mean, they were right there. Uh, they were top of the division. And they they blew games. They they should have beat. I think it was they should have beat KC, right? And I think it was another one, San Fran. I I don't know. They they kept giving away games, um, and then you know Stafford got beat up. And I, uh, they're I there's something stupid for you. All right, yeah, they lost, yeah, I like they lost it. a 66 ton of games. To they lost a ton of games last year, literally by a combined like the first five losses were a combined seven or eight points it was something really crazy right and then Stafford got hurt and they're you know and then they're, Stafford they're, got then hurt, they're right. a distant memory but I mean out of the gate I mean they they were they look really good there for a while 
time will tell. That that is a good dark horse as well. I mean, Seattle is revamped. I mean, they're thirty they're to one to win the year. NFC Championship, so the odds are cutting. Obviously, the difference in the Super Bowl. I mean, so you could spread it out a little. You have a little thirty to one on the odds to win the NFC Championship. Obviously, they have to win that to get to the Super Bowl, and then you got sixty-six to one. What's interesting is, you know, I know Mike's going to love this. I mean, they're making it where there's no value in betting the Ravens thirteen to four odds to win the Super, the AFC Championship. It's like, come on, man! Like, really? Now well, your well, Bills well, 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 are thirteen to one. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, I mean, to me, I mean, it's it's the the the, the hierarchies, the Ravens, Chiefs, and and you know the the stupid Bills gave away. I mean, they gave away the stupid play, the game, playoff game against Houston last year. I mean, they were up sixteen nothing. They gave the game away. Who the hell knows what they'd have done if they'd have gone in? That defense is so good. Maybe they'd have done something and give Kansas City a tussle, and Kansas City went and won the whole thing. And now well, they're and now the, they're now they're now they're one. even deeper. I mean, they've kept everybody together. Here's here's interesting odds to win the AFC East. Bills are the favorite. Yeah, yeah, rightly so. I, this, I mean, they're finally they're built. I mean, they, Brandon Bean's done an incredible job there. And if you know, if Allen Allen takes you know, the next step forward, no, by the way, now you give him another weapon. He had no wide receivers his first year. Last year, John Brown comes over as a Pro Bowl wide receiver. Now you throw Diggs on the other side of that. Now Josh Allen actually has weapons. Uh, I'll tell you what, you know, people shoot shoot holes at him because he he does he, he goes haywire a little bit. But but Josh Allen, I mean, you know, everything Lamar Jackson does, you know, Josh Allen kind of does the same thing. I mean, you know, Lamar Jackson's a rocket sled and he's electric, and but Allen makes plays with his feet and he's got the cannon. And if the if the game slows down to him. He's still figuring it out, but on on the, the defense is a beast. Defense has been the to me the best defense in the NFL the last three years, uh, consistency wise. And they're gonna have, a, I think they're gonna have a very good year. I mean, obviously with Brady not in that division anymore, and still have the Dolphins, and you still have the Jets, you're definitely on that course to win the division, which is. You know, I'm sure it's a relief after so many years of being behind the Patriots and Brady and always trying to just win the division was extremely difficult. And you have the best shot this year with a really good offense now with a, you know, a second-year running back who came on really, really strong at the end of the year. And you have a quarterback that now has an entire offseason to work on those mistakes. And you have a receiver who's a number one caliber receiver on a team, and I think it's gonna it's gonna elevate John Brown because now he's gonna get that number two guy consistently. Well, he's obviously gonna be playing the slot, so he's gonna have a lot more room in the middle. You have good tight ends, so overall, all you did, you know, as the Bills in general got really better in the off season, and it's it's definitely gonna be fun this year to watch them. I've always been a Bills fan. It just in, years ago, I don't know why, um, in particular. But I remember, like, Thurman Thomas, he was there. And I was just always a Bills fan a long time ago. So I just hope they have, uh, especially having one of the best fan bases with the Bills Mafia, I think it's going to be a really cool season to watch. Let me ask you, Brian, why is Dallas getting a little bit of respect? I'm looking at these odds. uh, I mean, they haven't done anything in years. That's Dallas. You know, there's a perception. Now, there's got to be another reason. I'm looking at these no. odds here. It's well, like they're I mean, well they've got, if they're healthy, I mean, they've got a phenomenal offensive line. 
with one of the top three. I mean, I don't know. Rank them where you want. Uh, with, with, the, with the terrific running back. Uh, they draft the wide receiver. Okay, we'll see what, what kind of a weapon he turns into. Uh, and, oh, by the way, the NFC East has been hot garbage. Right. Now, here's a little, now the one the one thing is the one is the thing has been the case now I don't know it's the numbers rising it's what is it like 15, 16 years there has there 15, hasn't 16. Uh, since there's been a repeat winner in the NFC East right well, right that, that that sample size is pretty large <laughs> well let me ask you this question what about this team so I'm looking at the AFC Championship odds and who's the number one spot is the Chiefs the number second spot is the Ravens who's the third spot. Uh, Houston Colts. Colts. Oh, Colts. Yeah, no, I like the Colts. Yeah, Colts. Getting Colts. a lot of play. Well coached. Well coached. Well coached. So, I, mean, I, I don't know the, about Houston. I I'm not by. I think Houston's a train wreck. You know, Hopkins is out of there. Uh, Tennessee. I don't know. Was Tennessee a flash in the pan, or can Tennessee build on it? I mean, they're eighteen to one. It looks like they're not giving them much uh, respect. But but uh, Colts are right on the heels of uh, the Ravens to win the AFC Championship. I mean, so you got to work. You know, I don't. You know, I don't know, Mike. You know, Colts might come come barking for the Ravens. Uh, I'm not too worried about them having Rivers. Rivers in the last couple of years has definitely regressed. He's just he was never mobile, but now he was always that type of quarterback that would take risks and he would throw interceptions, but he would just be in shootouts. And he still had, you know, a couple years ago, he had a really good year. Last year, I just saw a lot more holes in his game where he's just not as confident throwing the deep ball. And he had great receivers last year. So, you know, the Colts do have a really good team with Brissett. They played well early on. Um, even after Luck retired, they had a they had a decent. They were in a lot of games. They were really good, really good defense. So it'll be interesting to see in the first year how he does. And they still have to face off with Houston twice um, in their division. So I, I don't even see them winning the division. I think Houston's going to still win the division. I, I don't know, but I, I disagree with you on that one. I, I think Houston. I, I think Indy's. We could have agreed. No, no, no. Well, I, we're not. Yeah, we're not going to be in the same. I, I'm just telling you. You know that thing in, last year. They lose luck, and you got Jacoby Brissett and. I'm not a I'm not a huge Philip Rivers guy myself, but listen, that's a team the the, the offensive line. Uh, I think I think it's extremely well coached, and if you put Brissett in a backup role, if if Rivers doesn't, you know, if his skill set just doesn't fall completely off the map, I I just think that that's they are a much deeper team. I mean, if you said to me who's a better quarterback, Watson or Rivers, there's no question. But I, I think Indy's a much deeper team. Uh, let me ask you this, Brian. Looking at the Super Bowl odds, uh, running the only one that these two teams have the same odds to win the Super Bowl. So what's your uh, take on this team? This, the, the Packers are 28-1 to 1 and the Bills are 28-1. to 1. So I'm looking down here and the Packers don't really they're, – they're not – it's weird. They're – the same odds, but they're like nowhere in the AFC in the NFC chant. Like these AFC East, uh, like all these little, they're like overvaluing them to win the Super Bowl, but undervaluing them. On seriously, these the other Packers prophets. are tw- the Packers are twenty eight to one. 
They're right neck and neck. There's only two teams, 28 to one: uh, Bills and Packers. Well, that's a 13-win team last year. I know they didn't do much in the offseason to help them, but still got Aaron Rodgers. Right. So I was, you know, again, you know, that's the whole thing is that I don't know if you're if you're getting value at such high odds. I mean, 28 to one is not chump money, but you know, when I'm looking at the to win the NFC North, they're 17 to 10, and then Vikings. Are ahead of them three to two. So the Vikings are ahead of them three to two, but to win the Super Bowl, the Vikings are way lower. So, I mean, you can basically bet on the Vikings to beat the Packers, but then the Vikings are thirty to one. It makes no sense. It's a, or it's just early, and money hasn't really started coming into these future bets like they normally do. Obviously, this is a time of year where we're usually talking about uh, games of the year and early lines being put out by people we know in the industry with college. And I, I think normally this is the time of the year where money does start flowing in. But since they don't even know what they're doing with their season yet and the schedule, I don't think these, these syndicates are even messing with these future bets yet. Well, we just want to get to the point, you know, get the regular season wins and start evaluating this. I don't know. What's your take on preseason games, Mike? You think they they go off without a hitch? I'm not really sure. I mean, I'm just – I think the first step is to see if they actually have the training camp. I think once they have the training camp in place, maybe they'll cut it. You know, uh, maybe they'll cut it to two games. Or we've been talking about it for years that, you know, preseason doesn't really matter much since they have these scrimmages but this in particular there's not going to be any scrimmages so i think they might go right into the regular season i don't know if that's going to be good or bad um it's obviously it may have a lot more injuries in week one and week two that we would normally see in preseason but it's going to be very interesting to see how they actually schedule this out hopefully it just starts on time hopefully college football starts on time and you know we we just start getting back into normalcy because we need we need sports back. I mean, again, I'm looking at this board here, Brian. It's a who's who's of countries. I still think no matter what, the lesson to be learned is I'm sitting here two and zero today, not bragging, but two and zero, making money. The account balance and the account went up, and uh, you know, again, I'm gonna just keep beating it like a dead horse. You know, if guys, if you're listening. You're waiting, for, and you're just going to wait till July 31st when you have when you have games that are being played in literally every country. You know what are you waiting for? Pick up the phone. You know, as I like to say, don't stall. Make the call. Let us show you how you can profit from teams that you're not going to watch on TV. You're not going to you're not going to follow. But look, especially if you live on the West Coast, it's kind of cool. You get to have you know everybody gets excited on Sunday with the NFL where they have early football. There's early action every day of the week now when you're talking about international soccer. I mean, games are going off at nine, ten in the morning. You got, and then you, and then if you're a nocturnal guy, you stay up late instead of binge watching Netflix. Turn on the TV at two thirty in the morning and bet some <laughs> Korean baseball. You know what I mean, Brian? I know. You've, hey, you've been riding a wave on that. You've been talking. You've been talking it up from day one. I mean, you know, and I'm not going to forget about these teams because again, a winner to me. The zero-sum game is a winner's a winner, regardless of what it is. And uh, I just think that, uh, you know, again, it's it, we're all getting excited for the U.S. sports, and we'll start getting into future bets and positioning ourselves. Uh, I would like to see – look, I would like to see MLB. I love baseball, like, you know, MLB baseball come to play. I, I would like to see what happens with college sports. I am a little suspect that there's going to be college sports this year. It will be interesting because, you know – 
It, they're long days, Brian. In the business, you know, just to talk about, you always say, you know, what's it like being in your on your side of the tracks? But, you know, Saturdays are brutal. You know, we get here at 8 a.m., 5 a.m. your time, and, uh, you know, we're rocking and rolling until 9 p.m. until Hawaii starts. So, you know, to, the concept of having this, like, uh, no football Saturday would be really, you know, you could take one aspect, oh, well, you, we'll be fresh for Sunday for the in-game live betting, but it, it is, you know, most people are going out on Friday night and they're partying and they're having a good time. Not here. We're all we all know we got to be at the office at eight a.m. on Saturday. Well, honestly, yeah. how, how big? A, I mean, do you, it's funny. Do you guys have like a bounce in your step that you're you're both back in the office? And is, hasn't that been the? Isn't that the weirdest dynamic? You, you know, you talk to everybody that was in your circle. You just didn't see them. I mean, it's, it's wild. It's like, hey, how are you? Good to see you again. Oh, totally. I mean, it's it's it, it, it is. I just had a we just had a professional cleaning crew come in. I've never seen the office so clean in my life to disinfect the entire office. I mean, it's literally like a brand new office, uh, you know. And uh, you know, we're staying busy. We're staying again. I'm I'm keeping it going with the international sports. I'm not you know I'm not just fundamentally going to sit here and say well, you know my whole thing is what, what's been proven is that they're markets. They're markets that you can profit from. So, you know, we've converted a, a few people. Obviously, you're going to have more people interested in NBA when it starts. I just think from a money-making point of view, now that the casinos are opening up, it'll be interesting when you go to the sports books. By the way, I was going to ask you, you've been to the books. Are they putting the lines up? Like when you look up at the board, is there international, is there Korean baseball odds up? Is I there not, the soccer up? Uh, yeah, some, play, some places have been doing it right along. I don't, I don't, think, it's, I don't think it's across the board. Right. I think as time as we, I think as as they stay open, they'll probably add more because again, why not? I'm sure that it's nice that you can go to your phone and just log into the app now more so than ever. <laughs> hey, listen, this is uh, another hour flies by, but tell them all, all the things you're working on, what's to come, and how they get hold of you. I mean, look, you just can go to sportsinsiderradio.com, give us a call. You know, my whole thing is simple. Guys, we're global, not local. We're literally here. We're making money. We don't care what shape the ball is. Obviously, Mike cares whether the Ravens are favored to win uh, the Super Bowl. And, you know, you heard him. He's spending his summer watching Instagram videos of uh, Lamar practicing in Florida, 800-209-1679. What do you do? How many hours do you watch of Lamar a day, Mike? Yeah, it's not every day, but he pops in once a week. No, buddy, when you go when you golfing again, Mike? When's when's the next round? I think we're pl- well, I know I'm playing on Sunday for a friend of mine's birthday, but I probably will play on Saturday as well. Good for you, man. I'm I'm excited for you. Now, now the next question is can you get the get our get our big man out here? Can, yeah, can, I'm playing too, Sergio Garcia and um, and Zach Johnson. That's what I'm playing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well done, uh, Sports Insider Radio. We invite you to check out the website SportsInsiderRadio.com. We're getting closer, guys. I am with golf returning. Another NASCAR race tonight. The NBA, the NHL. Uh, they're kicking the tires on it. The baseball thing's looking like a dog's breakfast, but we're getting close. And the folks can uh, check out the website at sportsinsiderradio.com. Hope you guys have a great week, and we'll play it back again next week, fellas. Always a good chat. All right, you got it. We thank you for joining us, and again, check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com.
It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Top education officials across the country are preparing for the start of a new school year unlike any other. Speaking during a hearing today on Capitol Hill, 